Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Happy Hanukkah, 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 happy Hanukkah,
Dreams of perfection dance around in my mind A miracle of life so beautifully designed As I hear your first cries My heart fills with love You're placed in my arms A gift from above Then come the words that forever change my world Something's not right with your sweet little girl I hold you even tighter as all dreams just seem to fade away I know I will love you, protect and keep you safe We will be alright, I tell you with a soft kiss I 
I didn't even realize that uh, Yaakov Shweki had such an amazing musical acumen for uh, Chabad Nigunim. Very nice. Chabad medley off the brand new Those Were the Days, volume number two from Yaakov Shweki here at JM in the AM. Uh, before that, you heard the... Um, uh, you heard the uh, song A Mother's Promise. That's Yaakov Shweki. Nearly, which is from a Jewish holiday favorites, and that is a big Jewish holiday favorite, especially this time of year. Nearly for the holiday of Hanukkah. Um, no Delacha was Amiran Dvir. You heard Oji Shama from Eitan Kat. Star Wars Hanukkah, brand new from 613. We featured that yesterday during our 613 conversation here on the air and New Music Alert Monday. And, of course, Regesh, Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. Welcome to a Tuesday on this December the 17th, day 19 in the month of Kislev. Guess what? The holiday of um, Hanukkah is fast approaching. This coming Sunday night, this coming Sunday night will be the first candle. Wow, that's hard to believe. And we will be at the holiday of Hanukkah and getting uh, set for an entire week of an, of an amazing celebration. What's better than Hanukkah? I have to prepare myself for the Livy vote and Sufganiyot and a little bit of dreidel. And we'll be all set for the big holiday. <laughs> a lot of events going on, by the way. Lots of stuff happening out there. We'll try to get to everything here at JM and the AM. There's a lot of stuff going on. That's for sure. Tuesday morning with 34 degrees. Rain today in a high of 38. It's pretty bad out there right now in terms of the rain situation in Manhattan. I'm assuming that in some of the uh, other areas tuned in uh, around New York City, probably very icy and difficult to walk. Be very careful out there. Be very careful out there. Could be tre- And driving as well. It could be treacherous in certain areas, that's for sure. So use extreme caution. Uh, tonight, clouds early, then clearing late in a low temperature of 32 degrees. Tonight, by the way, Yeshiva University up in Washington Heights. The men's basketball team plays Jersey City University. There'll be a moment of silence, of course, before the game for the members of our community and beyond who were uh, murdered by those terrorists last week in Jersey City. As Shiva for the families continue until tomorrow morning. And uh, the police officers, in fact, being uh, being buried today. So it's going to be a pretty sad day, to say the least, in Jersey City, New Jersey. Anyway, so we'll be up there with the um, with both teams, with Yeshiva University and with the Jersey City University up in Washington Heights at the Max Stern Athletic Center tonight, beginning at 8 p.m. And tomorrow, mostly sunny with a high temperature of 38 degrees. You shall lime right now at 57. We're at 34 here in New York City. As we say good morning at JM in the AM. Our on-the-road segments this December brought to you by Aaron's Casino Farms on Casino Boulevard in Flushing, New York, and, of course, Aaron's West Orange on Eagle Rock Avenue in West Orange, New Jersey. We are putting the final touches on our plan to be at Aaron's for a live lunch during the holiday of Hanukkah. We'll let you know exactly uh, what the details are on that coming up here at uh, JM in the AM. And I thank Aaron's Casino Farms and Aaron's West Orange for keeping us going on the road during the month of December. It is much appreciated, believe you me. Uh, later this morning, we'll speak to Rabbi Yoshua Dykman. He's out with the brand-new Sefer on the Siva Shalom on the Torah. Uh, we'll discuss that coming up. He'll be calling in. And we have a Yachad update. Um, Rabbi Avraham Adler, the director of Yachad, is going to be joining us. He is the uh, international director 
of a yachad. And um, uh, we'll get an update regarding yachad and some of the things that are going on. Uh, on this giving day, today is day two of their two-day giving day for Yachad. So we'll discuss all of that coming up here at JM in the AM. Avrami is going to be doing a live lunch today from Israel, a live starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time. So keep that in mind as you have your lunch uh, at home or at work, wherever you may be, late this morning and uh, early afternoon. And, of course, if you're uh, anywhere else around the world, time things accordingly to hear Avrami's Live show starting at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. 20 minutes before 7 o'clock as we say good morning at JM in the AM. More from 613 at JM in the AM. Now I've got a 
display dreidel. Hanukkah lighting, presents are delighting me. Hanukkah, 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 Sevivah. I light the candles with people who love me. He lights the candles with his whole family, sharing the joy of a proud history.
Because 
J.M. in the A.M. Uh, Od Yishama from an album done by uh, Rabbi Baruch Shade. Nice selection here at J.M. in the A.M. Uh, before that, you heard uh, Yaakov Shweki. Excuse me. Before that, you heard... Um, <laughs> Got to get my order straight. Uh, Yisrael Werdiger with Oda Lakel. You heard Yehuda Green in there with Od Yishama. 613 had the Bohemian Chanukah. And Yaakov Shweki opened things up uh, with the uh, Chabad medley and a mother's promise here at JM in the AM Tuesday morning on this 17th of December, day 19 in the month of Kislev, the year 5780, Tufshin Pei, 34 degrees with rain and a high temperature of 38. Got Gali Tzal in the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up. A reminder that here on the Lower East Side of Manhattan, there's a Shabbos Chazonus coming up, a special pre-Chanukah Shabbos celebration featuring renowned Chazanim Cantor Yaakov Motzin and Cantor Benny Rogoznitsky. They'll be accompanied by a choir this Shabbos Parshas Vayeshev. Uh, they'll be doing highlights of Kalbach and Mudgets as well. Mincha uh, and Kabbalah Shabbos 4.15 on Friday. Shabbos morning 8.45, a congregation Chassam Sofer, 10 Clinton Street here on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday is next. We say Boker Tov from Jamnam. Galitzal, Mirushalayim, Masha'a 2, Shalom Rav, Kan Rani Avnai, Ima Shekorei Achshav. Nitziv Shirut Amdina, Professor Daniel Herschkovitz, Neged Achlatat Sar HaMishpatim Amirochana, Minui Orli Benari Ginsberg, Galu Le'ar'er et Tifkud HaPraklitut. כתבנו לענייני משפט יובל הראל. במכתב ששלח הנציב הרשקוביץ לאוחנה כתב כי בן ארי גינצברג המכהנת כמשנה לפרקליטת מחוז אינה בדרג בכיר. נציב שירות המדינה ציין כי יש להטיל את התפקיד על עובד המדינה בדרג הבכיר ביותר המוסכם על היועץ המשפטי לממשלה. שר המשפטים הודיע הבוקר על בחירתו בבן ארי גינצברג בניגוד לעמדת מנדבליט. וערן שנדר לשעבר פרקליטה המדינה אמר לנורית קנטי המינוי הוא בלתי סביר. זה כמו למנות אלוף משנה לרמטכ"ל. באמת מישהו חושב שהוא היה על הקו אם תיקי נתניהו לא היו על הקו? צר לי להגיד, אבל היא כלי משחק. היא מונתה על ידי שר שביקורת בונה אנחנו לא רואים פה, אנחנו רואים ניסיון לאצבע בעין. הולך רגל בשנות ה-60 לחייו נפגע מרכב ברחוב עולי ציון בתל אביב. כתבתנו ליאס פילקין מוסרת שצוות מד"א פינה את הגבר לבית החולים עם פגיעה רב-מערכתית. בחירות 2020, הנהלת מפלגת העבודה אישרה פה אחד את המשך כהונתו של עמיר פרץ כיושב ראש המפלגה. בוחן אושרה המשך השותפות עם מפלגת גשר בראשות חברת הכנסת אורלי לוי אבקסיס. כתבנו הפוליטי מיכאל האוזר טוב מוסיף שהנהלת המפלגה החליטה בנוסף כי לא תתקיימנה בחירות מקדימות לרשימת המפלגה לכנסת. נגיד בנק ישראל, הפרופסור אמיר ירון, מתריע מפני קיצוצים נרחבים בחודשים הראשונים של 2020, מאחר שהכנסת לא העבירה תקציב מסודר שיכסה את חובות הממשלה, שנעמדים לבדם בכ-15 מיליארד שקלים עד חודש מאי. כתבנו לענייני כלכלה ניתאי ענבי, שמע אותו בכנס אלי הורוביץ לכלכלה וחברה. תקציב ה-1 חלקי 12 יהיה מאתגר במיוחד בחודשים הראשונים של השנה. התקציב אמור לכסות... גם את כיסוי פירעון החוב הממשלתי. על משרד האוצר מוטלת אחריות כבדה בעת הזו, לתעדף את ההוצאות, אולם בכל מקרה לא ניתן יהיה לתת מענה לכל הצרכים, וברור שהוצאות חשובות ייפגעו. פרצת אבטחה חמורה התגלתה ברשת החברתית וואטסאפ, מדווח כתבנו אליאב בטיטו. 
חוקרי הסייבר של חברת אבטחת המידע הישראלית צ'קפוינט איתרו חולשת אבטחה שהקריסה את יישומון המסרים וואטסאפ וחייבה את מחיקת התוכן בשיחות הקבוצתיות. החולשה הועברה בעזרת קישור שחייב הורדה מחדש של היישומון ומחיקת כל התוכן בקבוצה אליה נשלח. כידוע, לוואטסאפ למעלה ממיליארד וחצי משתמשים ברחבי העולם והיא נחשבת למובילה בתחום המסרונים. חשש לחצבת על טיסה A9696 של גיאורגיאן איירווייז מתל אביב לגיאורגיה שיצאה לפני חמישה ימים וטיסת החזור שנחתה בנתב"ג אתמול שהה חולה חצבת. משרד הבריאות קורא לכל הנוסעים שהיו על הטיסה ושאינם מחוסנים נגד הנגיף לגשת לרופא בהקדם. מזג האוויר מעונן חלקית, הטמפרטורות תהיינה רגילות לעונה. ולסיום, במהלך השנה האחרונה ביקרו בגנים הלאומיים ברחבי הארץ למעלה מעשרה מיליון מטיילים, כך עולה מנתוני סיכום השנה של רשות הטבע והגנים. מדווח כתבנו מאיר מרציאנו. כמות המטיילים משקפת גידול של חמישה אחוזים לעומת השנה שעברה. האתר האהוב ביותר על המטיילים בשנה האחרונה היה הגן הלאומי מצדה, שם ביקרו כמיליון ומאה אלף בני אדם. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
protect our brave brothers and sisters risking their lives to protect our people. Welcome them under the shelter of your holy embrace. May God be with us at times of war as in times of peace. Soften the hearts of our enemies and guide us all on a path to peace so that one day we may realize the prophetic promise when nation will no longer fight against nation and prepare for war no more. Shabbat <laughs> Shalom Ah, 
in the AM. Yarley Greenfeld with Helenu. Oh, sorry about that. Yarley Greenfeld with Helenu. 
And the Yaeli is uh, is sitting Shiva this week for um, his sister, who was one of the victims in the uh, Jersey City terror attack. And, of course, we extend our condolences to him and the entire mishpacha from all of us here at JM and the AM. By the way, speaking of Jersey City, there is a fund that has been created to help the uh, Ferentz family uh, continue with their lives. And, frankly, as we discussed with Mayor uh, with Mayor Fulop yesterday, uh, to help in whatever way we can to get the uh, store reopened, not in its uh, known location, but obviously somewhere else. Uh, but there is a, a, a tremendous effort, and uh, many people are encouraging this for the benefit of the community in more ways than one, both physically and psychologically, to get that store open uh, somewhere ASAP. Anyway, there is a um, a fund to help the Ferentz family, specifically the Ferentz kids, as they are uh, in the midst of this whole tragedy. And... Um, You'll find it at charity.com slash JC victims. Charity.com slash JC victims. And if you go there, you could be a, a tremendous help in a community effort to um, help the family and to hopefully get that store reopened, which, as we said, will not only help the family, but will certainly help the community tremendously as well. They're trying to raise through that campaign, by the way, they're trying to raise. A one and a half million dollars by the end of today, and right now they are already at one point oh eight, which is over seventy percent of the goal. So if you go to charity.com/jcvictims, you can participate in that, and we encourage you to do so. Uh, JM the AM Tuesday. Uh, a couple of things. First of all, our on the road segments this month brought to you by our friends at Aaron's Casino Farms and Casino Boulevard in Flushing. And Aaron's West Orange on Eagle Rock Avenue in West Orange. We are going to be hitting the road next week. We'll be in Teaneck. We will be in uh, Brooklyn. We will be in West Orange. All the details are forthcoming. We'll have them for you here at the JM and the AM. So uh, keep that in mind. By the way, I spoke to Rabbi Sharbat yesterday from uh, Congregation Avos Hachem and A. Jacob and David in West Orange, New Jersey. And he reminded me that Avas Ahmed Jacob and David is presenting Chanukah with Miami. Yerachmiel Begun, Miami Boys Choir, also starring David Perlman on Monday night of Chanukah. This coming Monday night starts at 7.15 at the Joseph Kushner Hebrew Academy, Ray Kushner Yeshiva High School Auditorium on South Orange Avenue in Livingston, New Jersey. Um, so get your tickets. Get your tickets. You can email Miami at uh, aabjd.org. You can go to aabjd.org slash Miami. And uh, sponsors are welcome, of course. So it's Hanukkah with Miami this coming Monday night. And Rabbi Sharbat told me it's going to be an amazing and incredible concert. 7.15 this coming Monday night at Kushner uh, with uh, Miami and with uh, David Perlman. So check it out and uh, get ready to enjoy a great concert event uh, this coming Monday night. I also want to remind everybody, you know, I uh, I had mentioned uh, last week that Sari's Wigs of Teaneck, New Jersey, has been extremely helpful to us in the, um, in the uh, pursuit of growing the Shetelgemach uh, that Stacey Siegel leads in memory of my mother. And they've really been amazing. And I wanted to mention uh, as a courtesy that uh, 
that Sari's Wigs in Teaneck, New Jersey is having a special Hanukkah sale this coming Sunday from 9 a.m. until 12 noon at 634 Cumberland Avenue in Teaneck, New Jersey. They'll have Shaitel's Falls, Keepa Falls, Pony Wigs. It's Sari in Teaneck. You can follow them on Instagram, Sari's Wigs, S-A-R-I-S Wigs, for additional Hanukkah deals. And it's, this is one of the one of the reasons it's so different from a regular wig sale is that uh, Sari and her staff are very hands-on. They will help you pick out a perfect wig. So this is happening this coming Sunday on Cumberland Avenue in Teaneck from 9 until 12, Sari's Wigs of Teaneck. We wish them the best of luck with this. And um, the phone number for information is uh, 201-694-5319, 201 694 Five three one nine for information. You know, last week, last week. Um, hang on a second. Last week, Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowitz was here. We had an opportunity to discuss some of the things going on at Arts Grow Masora. And th- this, I mean, every the whole year, Arts Grow is offering amazing deals. But now, because of Hanukkah and because of the Siamashas, they are offering uh, different things that you need to be aware of um, between now and the end of Hanukkah and between now and the end of the Siamashas celebration. Uh, 30% off all hardcover Talmud volumes, a free download of Maseches Brachas for your Apple or Android uh, device. You can download it now at the Apple App Store, Google Play, or from archworld.com slash app. And they have the brand new Tosfos, the brand new Ein Yaakov. All those are part of the sale uh, that's going on Art Scroll wide. Uh, largest discount ever on a full shot of 73 volumes, $1,000 off. And up to 60% off to begin Dafyomi. They have Brachos volume number one in full size or Dafyomi size for $19.99 each. So now is an unbelievable opportunity. All sale prices through the 6th of January when it comes to the CMS shots. So there's your opportunity to uh, really save and to get going on your um, on uh, on your set of Talmud. Then um, there's a brand new book by uh, Leib Scheinbaum, "The World That Was Eretz Yisrael: The Holy Land uh, as the Nexus of Jewish Destiny." There's a brand new book by Rabbi, about Rabbi Chaim Siegel, "Building Midday Torah in America" by Devora uh, Glicksman. Um, there's a brand new momentum book, the secret to success with Mordechai Weinberger reaching to heaven is the brand new book by Yedidya Mayer and Sivan Rahab Mayer. We were talking about the life of Rabbi Yaakov Edelstein spoke about that last week. And all of these are 20% off every single art scroll title, including Miriam Pascal's brand new kosher cooking book, more real life kosher cooking. All of it is 20% off. Um, across the entire Art Scroll platform. That means if you walk into a store or if you order online, 20% off automatically during their Hanukkah sale. So check it out. Go to artscroll.com, artscroll.com. Always use promo code radio. You never know. Could be good for free shipping. Could be good for an additional discount. Always use promo code radio. Go to artscroll.com with your orders and, of course, walk into any store and enjoy all the amazing savings that you have with Art Scroll this time of year. 
Rabbi David Goldwasser. Oh, no. <laughs> Perfect Goldwasser is coming up in about 10 minutes. Uh, first, though, we have... <laughs> First, though, we have our Yeshiva League sports update, not to confuse the two, God forbid. Elliot Weiselberg is set with a Yeshiva League sports update on this Tuesday morning. Uh, Tuesday mornings at 7.20 Eastern time. We get to check out the latest regarding Yeshiva League sports, and today is no exception. Yeshiva League sports update with Elliot Weiselberg. Here he is at JM in the AM. Thanks, Nachum. With a sparse amount of games coming up over the final two weeks of 2019 due to Hanukkah, the teams are packing games in, and Yeshiva League fans get to reap the benefits. Today on the Tuesday morning, Jamie the AM Sports Update. Ramaz adds a top Eastern Conference win to their varsity hockey hot streak. DRS nears another division title in JV hockey, and Hillel Varsity Basketball takes another major win on the road to a potential worst-to-first as they look to reverse 2019 as we get sent to enter 2020. All that and more straight ahead. Good morning, I'm Elliot Weiselberg. Varsity Basketball's Eastern Conference playoff picture is coming into focus as a three-game chasm has opened between 6th and 7th place. That 7th spot currently belongs to the Flappish Falcons, winners of their first two games on the season, downing YDE and Rambam. However, YDE and Hafter currently sit at five wins, and with only six games left on their schedule, any slip-up will clinch a spot for another East team. At the top of the East, Magan David still rules after downing Frisch and North Shore, but DRS and Shari Torah are keeping pace as well. Out in the West, Hillel's run continues as they knock off the last undefeated team in the league, West leading TABC 57-54, erasing a 14-point first-half deficit. The win now puts Hillel in the driver's seat for the Western Division top seed. At 8-1, should Hillel sweep their final five games, all against teams below 500, the Heat will have done a worst-to-first following up a last-place Western Conference finish last season with a division crown this year. In JV basketball, it's very similar to varsity basketball, as these seven West games this past week went a long way towards both clearing and muddying the playoff picture. Ramaz, Hillel, and TABC picked up important wins as all three powered towards the hopes of postseason play. Ramaz appended Frisch 60-42 to pick up win number four, while Hillel gave MTA its first loss en route to their fifth win. All five teams, along with SAR, have gained at least two games of separation, with the pack at the bottom consisting of Heschel and Kushner, who both need large amounts of help and still have to face each other on the other side of the new year. Out East, the last remaining undefeated team in the division fell this week, as DRS knocked off Flatbush 42-40, avenging a 15-point loss to the Falcons to start this season, and also gaining a foothold at the top of the East. With three games left for DRS and four games for Flatbush and Mag and David, all with only one loss, it'll certainly be a race to the finish as the calendar turns. In varsity hockey, the Ramaz Rams added to their two-week stretch, following up their 4-3 win over Frisch with a win over MTA and a 2-1 overtime win over the Rambam Ravens. Senior Isaac Schertz put home the game winner one minute into the extra session to give Ramaz their seventh win on this season over the Ravens. Unfortunately, the streak would not continue past TABC last night, dropping a 4-2 contest to the last team that they suffered a loss to this season prior to the most recent three-game streak. In other action, Frisch defeated TABC 2-1, North Shore knocked off Hank 3-1, and every team in the league will walk away with points this season, as the Solomon Schechter Storm, the last team with a zero in the points column, worked a tie with the MTA Lions. Senior Logan Levy with two goals for the Storm, and MTA goalie-turned player for a game, Senior Avram Levy, with two goals for the Lions. 
Finally, in JV hockey, in the East, DRS maintained their lead at the top, defeating Rombaum 2-0. DRS, now at 6-0, can clinch the division with wins over Flatbush and YDE tonight and tomorrow night. The Ravens rebounded from the loss to take a 5-2 win over Amaz and a 2-0 win over Hafter and now hold a one-point lead over Hank in the East 4th spot. Rombaum and Hank will meet up this coming Saturday night, with the winner gaining a massive advantage in the playoff race as the schedule winds down. Out West, defending champions find themselves on the brink as Kushner fell 2-1 to MTA in overtime. The loss means that the Cobras need help to find their way back to the postseason, but can best help themselves tomorrow night when they face JEC, one of the three teams in the race with Kushner for that playoff berth. And that was your Tuesday morning JM in the AM Sports Update. I'm Elliot Weiselberg. Thank you very much, Elliot. Tuesdays here at JM in the AM is when the Yeshiva League Sports Update airs. And as you heard uh, Elliot allude to, lots of games right now as uh, a lot of teams like to take off some time during Hanukkah. And uh, the season is beginning to really heat up. We'll see what happens. JM in the AM Tuesday, Rabbi David Goldwasser. We're dr- oh, first of all, before we get to Rabbi Goldwasser, a special hello to listener Lenny who has written to us with greetings from Barcelona. Thank you very much, Lenny. Barcelona, can you imagine? Yeah, he's tuned in, as I'm sure half of Barcelona is. <laughs> Listener Maishi's on our app saying, Good morning, Nachum. I love your morning show. Thank you. We appreciate that. Um, oh, did we not? Uh, the Mishaberach for Tzahal was 613. I apologize. I thought we had announced that. Uh, yeah, early in the, um, in the 7 o'clock hour, before the Eileen Greenfeld selection, we played 613 with Misha Beirach. It's uh, one of the tracks off their new offering, which includes the um, Star Wars Hanukkah uh, track. And, yeah, they did a really nice job with that. So, Trucker Yitz says, um, he, he wrote to us just uh, just before 6 a.m. He says, good morning, y'all. But for some of us with uh, uh, late-night schedules and icy roads upstate, it's finally good night, sweet dreams. I'm sure Trucker Yitz will hear this. Uh, in its archive form. And Sandy says, happy birthday to Debbie Fintz. Debbie Fintz, happy birthday to you from all of us here at JM in the AM. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Echonishmas Harav Zeb and Yosef Alevi. And Lezechonishmas Esther Basar Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser. Oh, just a moment. There we go. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser. With morning, Chizuk. Good morning. The Sifrei Musa tell us about the detriment of the Midah of Kina, of jealousy. In particular, the Sfarim urge us that we ourselves should not become jealous, and even more, that we should not cause jealousy in other people. This is extremely interesting in light of the fact that Yaakov Avinu, gave to Yosef HaTzadik Viksonas Pasim, that special coat. And because of that special coat, it was the final straw for the Shifte Kov for the brothers. They wanted to kill Yosef. They were jealous. They wanted to throw him into a pit. They put him into slavery for how many years? They put him into prison. All because of jealousy. All because of that coat. The Zarashimshan asked the question, Yaakov Avinu, the Becher HaAvos, the one who knew the Torah. How could it be that Yaakov would give to Yosef that Ksonos Pasim, that coat, when it was going to cause such jealousy and such problems? The Zarashimshan answers 
that one of the ideas of jealousy is that could cause an eye in hara, an evil eye. The Talmud tells us that an eye in hara could cause harm, chas v'sholom. So how is it that Yaakov Avinu, knowing all this, could have given the coat to Yosef HaTzadik when he knew that it may stir some feelings in the brothers? The answer he gives is, if you take a look at Rashi, Rashi says that concerning Yosef, Ben Poras Eleoyin, that Ben Poras Eleoyin means that he was above the evil eye, that the Ayin Hara was not Sholeit. The reason is, is because his mother hid him. So therefore, Yaakov Avinu felt that he would not have to worry about it, that Yosef Atzadik would be immune to the jealousy and to the evil eye of his brothers. What we learn from this is how very careful we have to be when it comes to ourselves and our families. We don't want to do anything that is going to stir the jealousy of others, that will get others upset, that will get others that chas v'sholem would even think about something negative concerning us in our own lives. How careful we have to be, as is our custom to be tsunuim to be modest, to be humble, not to show everything that we have, not to display everything that we have, but rather to keep things to ourselves. A person should always go with modesty and humility in this world. And then we will certainly be deserving of every bracha, of every blessing, spiritually and materially. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, Bringing you morning chizuk. Have a nice day. There we go. Jam the AM Tuesday. Thank you very much, Rabbi Goldwasser. Uh, much appreciated. Well, one of the benefits of um, being at the beautiful uh, Dykeman Wiener wedding this past Sunday night, and it was an absolutely beautiful celebration, a very, very special mazel tov to our friends, the Dykemans, and to the Wieners from all of us here at JMDA. And one of the benefits was I got to meet Rabbi Yoshua Dykman, who is a Rebbe at Rashi Yerushalayim in Israel, was in for the big simcha, and is responsible for the translation of Nesiva Shalom on the Torah, a collection of classic essays in the weekly Parsha by Rabbi Shalom Noach Berezovsky, the Slonim Rebbe Zatzal. Rabbi Yehoshua Dykman, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. It's an honor to be on your show. My I, parents have been listening for decades. I appreciate that. Yes, your parents are amazing, and your family's incredible, and I thank you very much for that, and an absolute pleasure meeting you the other night. Um, how would you describe to this audience who the Nesiva Shalom was? Well, he was a Slanim Rebbe, and he established the Slanim Yeshiva in Yerushalayim, Yeshiva based Avram. Right. And the Slanim Chassidus had been wiped out, basically, in the Holocaust. And by establishing yeshiva, he rebuilt the entire Hasidus, and that was his life's work. He was the Rosh Hashiva for, he founded it in 1942, and he was the Rosh Hashiva for uh, 50 years, 40 years, and then he became the rabbi. But he revived the Hasidus, which was basically uh, gone after the Holocaust. And your, your family had a role, actually, in helping to found that yeshiva, correct? Uh, yes. Actually, my grandfather's grandfather was a Slonimer Hasid, wow. way back with the first Slonimer Rebbe, the Yisod HaVoda. And then my grandfather, who had uh, come over to the States, he helped the Rebbe reestablish the yeshiva, helping him with the financial side, because the Rebbe had no other source of funding. So he, he gave, and he established an entire organization to support the yeshiva. 
Amazing. What is chus? Um, the is there a slonomer Hasidus today? What is the current state of slonom? It's tremendous today. There's approximately it's close to two thousand Hasidim in Eretz Yisrael, wow. and the yeshiva is tremendous. There are about four hundred talmidim just in the yeshiva gedola. Pretty and amazing. To, and the Rebbe started with five talmidim. You had to call in your shalmi guys to to complete the minyan. Even when I was in the yeshiva about. Uh, 25 years ago, the entire yeshiva was 100 boys. So there's tremendous growth going on there. Well, what do we always say? Even the Baal Shem Tov started with one chassid, right? <laughs> <laughs> takes takes time to grow. Rabbi Yeshua Dykman is with us. Um, when did the uh, when did the Rebbe write Nesiva Shalom on the Torah? Well, the Rebbe uh, was would speak every Shalashudas ah. since he became Rebbe in 1981. But uh, and they, there are three Hasidim who are able to remember the entire Shemuz by heart and write it down after Shabbos. Wow. And um, later on, it was edited and, and produced, and the first came out in Chumash about 25 years ago. It started coming out. And since then, uh, it's been extremely popular. And there's never been an English translation until now? Uh, no, there's been, there have been several um, books based on Nesiva Shalom, or adaptations, but no direct translation. And when someone makes an adaptation, there could be uh, his own ideas creeping in, it's possible. Right. So this is uh, authentic, pure uh, Nesiva Shalom. This mu- time. In addition to the schus, you must feel that, you know, because you obviously, the translation is now out and available. And by the way, everybody, it's a, a Feldheim publication, and we'll tell you how to get it, etc., uh, in a moment. But aside from that, with a family connection, it must bring tremendous pride to many generations that you're responsible for this project. Absolutely. I'm sure my uh, grandfather is proud of me in Shemayim. And uh, I was very close to the Nesiva Shalom also. I had a schus to eat at the Shabbos table a few times. It's a very rare schus. And uh, I write about this in the introduction now. Uh, right. I felt this tremendous love for me. Yeah, I, I saw that introduction. Really, really cool. All right, this this week, do you mind if I put you on the spot? This week is Vayeshev. Could you give us a little taste of what we could learn from the Nesiva Shalom regarding this week's Parsha? This week's Parsha. I have it on page 43 in your Sefer called Connection to Hashem, quoting the Pasuk, Vayehi Hashem is Yosef, Vayehi Ishmatzliach. Yosef was a successful man. His master saw that Hashem was with him and that whatever he did, Hashem made it succeed through his hand. Is there something you could tell us about Parshas Vayeshev? Sure. Yosef had a special connection to Hashem. He was constantly connected to Hashem, and he didn't let anything distract him. Even though he was in Mitzrayim all by himself, he, he was totally connected to Hashem at all times. And somehow even Paro could see this tremendous Kedusha, and he realized that uh, if, he connects, if he connects with Yosef, it will bring blessing to his house, and that's what he did. And uh, this is a very high madriga, especially in time to be all alone, to, uh, to connect to Hashem. And it, one of the main themes of the Sefer is it always comes back to Shabbos. Shabbos is the day of connection, uh, connecting to Hashem on the highest level. And that's why the Slanim Chassidim put an emphasis on that. Very cool. Uh, and, and, and there's really two pieces to that. I mean, one is this uh, unique connection, as you just described it, between Yosef and, uh, and the one above. And the fact that Paro, or anybody in that position, uh, not from our tradition, could recognize it. There's also significance to that as well. Right. And, and Paro recognized that the blessing in his home, Yosef brought the blessing into his home, and therefore he put him in charge of the house because the, the more he was in charge of, the more blessing there would be there. Right. 
Uh, who today would ever recognize that? Who today, who today would understand the benefits of, uh, of, uh, of, of recognizing uh, a special person or special people's connection to God? I think there are some people actually who get it, uh, who are not within our community, who actually get it, who understand that there's a benefit um, uh, to being connected to those who are connected directly to God. But, uh, but not everybody understands that, unfortunately. What's happening at, at, at Reisha Jerusalem? Maybe you could tell us what's happening in general with those who are in Shana Aleph and Shana Bet in Israel. Is Chumash, uh, you know, Sfarim like Nesiva Shalom, is, is Chumash uh, at the moment or becoming uh, a, a very important focus? I know that the, that the boys, I, I don't know exactly what goes on in your yeshiva, but I know that the boys these days, are spending a tremendous amount of time on Talmud. Are they are they setting aside time in their learning schedule for Chumash and other pursuits? Yeah, the main focus is on Talmud, which uh, not all of them have a good background in. So that's my main job there is to help them out with that. Right. And uh, but they're very put an emphasis on motivating the boys to do Shnayim Mikra Vechatargum. There's actually I didn't know about it, but there's an English Chumash uh, with Onkelos and explains all the Targum for them. So the boys are very uh, into doing that on their own. But um, the, uh, the yeshiva is trying to help them develop their Thomas skills, which they didn't, uh, unfortunately, a lot of them didn't develop until now. All right, understood. And I'm amazed, by the way, I didn't know about the English one. I'm amazed at how many Hebrew Shnai Mikravecha Targum's firm have come out to help guide people and encourage them to, uh, to do that on a weekly basis. Yeah, it's a convenience thing. People like to do it in a way that's easier, so... But these boys would not understand the Targum at all without the translation, so it's a real uh, benefit for them. We should mention, by the way, in the book, you do include a biography of the Slonim Rebbe in the back. There are some fascinating pictures as well that people can see, uh, both with members of your family and general pictures as well. Uh, the Slonim Rechader and Baranovich, you alluded to it in terms of uh, uh, what went on in Poland before the war. Uh, that's a, a fascinating photo, if you ask me. And the fact that everything was able to be rebuilt or at least brought back in Eretz Yisrael, uh, it, it, you know, it, it's not always easy to do that, and not always easy for Hasidic groups who are, uh, you know, who dwindle to a certain number to, to come back like that. So it's an amazing story just for that reason, right? Absolutely. I should mention that my father has been the uh, photographer for the Slanim Yeshiva for uh, at least 50 years. Wow. Therefore, he has an extensive uh, collection of pictures. Phenomenal. Just, uh, drop in the bucket. Well, Rabbi Dykman, we did say we'd tell people how to obtain the book, and Hanukkah's right around the corner. How do people get the Nesiva Shalom on the Torah, the weekly parsha with your translation? It should be available at all your local farm store. It took a while, it came around a boat, but it should be. I said it is in the stores now, and uh, should be easily available. And I assume on the full-time website as well. Okay, sounds good. Nesiva Shalom on the Torah, a collection of his classic essays on the weekly parish and the translation done by Rabbi Yeshua Dykman. It's a Feldheim release. It's available on their site. It's available on the uh, on. Uh, it is available at your local Judaica stores. Hanukkah begins on Sunday night. There are people in your life for whom this safer uh, will be a wonderful gift. Obviously, it goes according to the parshios of the Torah, as so many of the. Uh, uh, of the Sfarim do when it comes to um, uh, when it comes to Chumash, and it's uh, done in a really nice format uh, with a uh, with a nice intro, great biography, and wonderful pictures in the back of the book. Rabbi Yeshua Dykman, uh, Nisiatova, on the way back to uh, Israel, and best regards to the Holy Land, and and uh, Mazel Tov to you, not only on the uh, big Simchan Sunday, but on the uh, brand new Sefer as well. 
Thank you very much, Nachum. All the best. I appreciate that. Rabbi Yeshua Deichman, you'll find him in Reishat Yerushalayim in Israel, and you'll also find his name on the Siva Shalom on the Torah, a collection of his classic essays on the weekly Parsha. Rabbi Shalom Noach Berzovsky, the Slonim Rebbe Zatzal, translated by Rabbi Yeshua Deichman. Feldheim release. Check it out. It is a great Hanukkah gift. Tuesday morning broadcast. Plenty more coming up if you keep it right here at JM in the AM. Hallelujah. 
it's all tugged out and tired It drops
J.M. in the A.M. with Benny Friedman. That's called Light. Wrapping up the hour for us here at J.M. in the A.M. A Miracle of Light. That was eighth day. Dreidel Blue, brand new from David Ross and Sheer Soul. 
And from uh, David Lowy, brand new, it's called Shiru. Uh, just released. We uh, debuted it for you yesterday right here at JM in the AM. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Thanks for being part of our amazing listening audience. Uh, a couple of things from the uh, from the app. <laughs> Devorah Leitner wants to hear colored candles. I have a feeling she's going to be hearing it quite often over the next few days once Hanukkah begins on Sunday night. Um, thank you for your comments regarding the interview yesterday with the uh, mayor of Jersey City. I appreciate that. And um, thanks to all of you who are commenting on the app. Want to remind you that uh, we mentioned that Sari's Wigs of Teaneck, New Jersey, has been extremely helpful to us with the Shetel uh, Gemach that that uh, Stacy Siegel runs in memory of my mother. And uh, Sari's is having a sale this Sunday, a special Hanukkah sale between 9 a.m. and 12 noon at 634 Cumberland Avenue in Teaneck, with Shetel's Falls, Kipa Falls, Pony Wigs. Um, it's all there. Uh, in Teaneck from noon and from nine until noon this coming Sunday morning, Sari's Wigs of Teaneck has a special sale. And as I uh, mentioned the other, and as I mentioned earlier in the show, they are very hands-on even during their sales. They help people pick out the perfect wigs to take advantage of their service. Um, on Instagram, they're at Sari's Wigs S A R I S Sari's Wigs on Instagram. And again, it's Sari's Wigs of Teaneck with a big sale this coming Sunday. Phone number for information two zero one. Six nine four five three one nine two zero one six nine four five three one nine. I mentioned before that uh, I spoke to Rabbi Sharbat yesterday, and he reminded me that um, Congregation of Us Achimate Jacob and David in West Orange, New Jersey, has a massive Hanukkah show with Miami. Yerachmiel Begun, Miami Boys Choir, plus David Perlman, this coming Monday night, beginning at seven fifteen at the Kushner Auditorium on South Orange Avenue in Livingston. New Jersey. So you get an opportunity to see Miami and to participate in a big Hanukkah celebration with Avas Achimene, Jacob, and David. And uh, Rabbi Sharbat guarantees a great concert, and I have a feeling with this lineup he's 100% right. Information, tickets, aabjd.org slash Miami, aabjd.org slash Miami. Keep that in mind. Shabbos Chazanas on the Lower East Side of Manhattan with Cantor Benny Rogoznitsky and Cantor Yaakov Motzen uh, doing some Kalbach, doing some Schenker. Uh, some mudgets, and a whole bunch of other highlights. This Shabbos, uh, Friday night at 4.15, Shabbos morning at 8.45, President Eugene Weiser and Rabbi Azriel Sif invite you to Congregation Chassam Sofer, 10 Clinton Street here on the Lower East Side of Manhattan for a Shabbos Chazanus. Get ready to enjoy. It's going to be something special. It always is. Uh, oh, and I spoke to my friend Charlie Bernhout. He hopes to be there this Shabbos, Bezrat Hashem. So I'm going to try to stop by to see Charlie. Remember, you can sponsor part or all of a JMAM broadcast by going to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Uh, under sponsorship opportunities, you will see it there, fjbunity.org. And don't forget, we're on the road uh, for a whole bunch of December shows, including three on-the-road shows next week, all brought to you by Aaron's Casino Farms on Casino Boulevard in Flushing. Uh, by Aaron's West Orange on Eagle Rock Avenue in West Orange, New Jersey. In fact, one of the uh, one of the um, uh, one of the um, uh, shows that we're going to be doing is from is from um, Aaron's on uh, Eagle Rock Avenue in West Orange, New Jersey. So we're looking forward to that. 
Um, I got a note from uh, listener Cena. Huge mazel tov to our great-grandson, Eliezer Dove Rosen of Lakewood. One year old today, mazel tov to the proud parents, Hannah Miriam and Yehuda Rosen. Mazel tov to the entire Gifter and Rosen families. Extra special mazel tov to the great-great-grandmothers. Wow. Bubby Shoshana Gifter of Lakewood and Grandma Roberta Eisman of Pittsburgh. Great, great grandmothers. Wow. This little guy changed our status yet again. He's a little Nachas machine. We're glad to be on the receiving end of it. Happy birthday. Keep it coming with much, much love from Elta Bubby and Zadie, Florida. <laughs> we know them as Listener Cena and Mr. Listener Cena down there in Florida. It is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Round the world on the web at NachumSingle.com and the NachumSingle Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Tried to stop us from time and learning, yeah, they tried to rob us, and we found ourselves searching for a bit of oil that would light up, and by a miracle, eight days didn't dry up, and we found ourselves a yearning for the light, for it's right, take away the night with the light.
in the AM. What a way to introduce the Yachad segment this morning, huh? Mordechai Shapiro with B'Yachad. Today is Yachad Giving Day. We'll get details on that. We get an opportunity to speak this morning with the International Director of Yachad. Avrami Adler is with us live via telephone. Good morning. Welcome back to JM in the AM. 
Good morning, Nachum. Thank you so much for having me. As I come upon my one-year anniversary, I'm excited to speak with you and your listeners about this past year and all of our accomplishments and some of what we have going on currently and uh, hopefully uh, the plans for the future and what we have going on. I so appre- thank you for having me. I appreciate you mentioning the anniversary. I was wondering how the first year has gone for you and the you know we use the title international director people don't even realize that uh yachad that began you know as a local effort many decades ago now has this international imprint which is pretty remarkable uh i i can only imagine how you've spent the first year really getting to know people all around the world frankly well, it's interesting that you say that. I'm actually calling in from the Holy Land, uh, visiting Yachad in Israel, um, <laughs> as we speak. So, uh, That's yeah, it's it's, uh, it's it's been an amazing year. Uh, just a lot of traveling, Israel to Canada, you know, across the country in the states, uh, Florida and Chicago. It, it's it's. Uh, I would say the year's been sort of a whirlwind. It's been it's, it's really been an amazing year. You know, it's uh, funny. It's it's funny that you that you say this that you're calling in from Israel. I'm saying to myself. You know, when it comes to Yachad and the the people that you're serving and the number of communities, you know, things are different. Both the way people, you know, both the 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 culture of dealing with a Yachad type organization, and frankly, in many cases, the rules and regulations that certain countries have when dealing with the with those who are you know part of a Yachad group. Do you find things a lot different in Israel, for instance, than here? In the New York area, so there's certainly, I would say, there is a big difference. You know, Yachad, we don't do a lot with government-based programming, so we're not as steeped in it. Right. But but in in Israel, I would say things are, you know, uh, I would say the states is a little bit more advanced advanced in terms of the the government programming. Uh, with that comes obviously a lot of regulatory responsibilities, and so things I would say in Israel are, are still a little bit more Hamish in that way. Um, but in terms of the needs of these communities, what I've found is it's really the same. It, it, even in the different countries and the different cities, what our, our members and our families are really looking for is really to be a part of the Jewish community, to, to have a place to, you know, as we said in this, in this song, to a place where everyone belongs. Yeah, and really, that's what we're trying to accomplish, and uh, and and there's been great success. And I would say the Jewish community as a whole has come a tr- so far from what things were like, and and, and the communities are, are overwhelmingly much more welcoming than maybe 20 or 30 years ago. And, and we've we've evolved as as a people, and it, it's it's really a beautiful thing to see. Unbelievable! It really it really is amazing, and a lot of people, especially the young ones listening, you know, would find it hard to believe just how different it is. As time has gone by, and obviously in the general population and the way it approaches, you know, Yachat-type organizations, it's very different. But in our community, boy, in some ways it is so different, and uh, people have really come through uh, to make everybody at Yachad uh, feel welcome. Simple as that. By the way, we got to mention Avram Adler is with us live via telephone from Israel. He's international director of Yachad. i got to mention this. We have a couple of really big topics here this morning, but one of the most important topics this morning is that Yachad is in the middle of its Giving Day 2019. Now, if I have this correct, Avrami, um, this is this is for those who are used to crowdfunding campaigns. Uh, this is sort of the entire Yachad organization trying to reach a goal of a million dollars, but also it's split up into different causes that people could support on their local level, right? 
Correct. And we find that many communities really want to give to, to their local community. So each community has within the broader page their own page so that people in those local communities can give to those communities. So in Israel and Chicago and Toronto, uh, one of our hidden gems are IVDU school systems. Right. And so people can actually give to their specific cause and, and then sort of together the goal is to, is to reach a million dollars in and, and we're well on our way. So I, I want to thank you. A lot of your listeners have already given and supported. And so, you know, a real a big thank you for to everybody who has. It, it, it really makes a huge difference. And, and it's really how we function because we're, we're really not taking, for the most part, government dollars. It really requires the support of the community. The community has been just amazing in the support of Yafad. And this all ends tonight, right? I mean, New York time, it ends tonight, right? It ends tonight, New York time at about 10 p.m., um, so if you haven't gotten a call, you probably will today. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> now let me let me just be provincial for a moment here because you did mention you know L.A. and Toronto, Florida, Chicago, a lot of great listeners in all of those places. Uh, but for the bulk of our audience, remember that New York Yachad has a goal of two hundred thousand. New Jersey Yachad also has a goal of two hundred thousand. So everybody out there, uh, go to the site. You can go to the Yachad website literally because it, it pops up the second you get there. Uh, go to the Yachad website. Yachad Giving Day is uh, is today, 17th of December. They have a $1 million goal. You heard about the individual ones that are going on, the individual campaigns that are part of the $1 million. And uh, no matter where you're from, uh, no matter which, uh, which one you want to support, uh, make sure to support it today. And uh, everybody out there will be um, uh, having a role in uh, keeping Yachad going during a very, very important time. Uh, for the organization. Avrami Adler's with us live via telephone. We're talking about Yachad on this Yachad Giving Day. Again, you go to the Yachad website and you can uh, get more information about uh, all of this. Um, so recently, uh, recently Yachad appointed a uh, rabbinic and spiritual advisor uh, to guide you regarding halachic matters. And now the rabbinic and halachic advisor for Yachad is Rabbi Shai Shachter, well known to us from the Young Israel of Woodmere. In fact, he was on our show when we were out in Woodmere just a couple of weeks ago. Um, so first, tell us about the importance of having a spiritual leader, a posek, a halachic advisor, and tell us about Rabbi Schachter's role and how he's adjusted so far. So uh, I'd say the first role is really the, the posek and the, the halachic advisor. With the Yachat community, there are a lot of very sort of intricate and sensitive kind of shyness that come up whether it's about who can get a keyboard in the shul or what kind of keyboard or, you know, things of that nature. And we really were looking for someone who, who could actually be on site with us and has that sensitivity. And Rashai has been, I mean, beyond what we could have expected. Um, you know, not, forgetting about his, his prowess as a Talmud Chacham, because that's certainly not something that I can gauge. Um, but his sensitivity is really what, to me, set, sets him apart, and the ability to answer these questions in such a sensitive manner, to work with our members, to work with our families, and guiding them and us through that process um, has been, you know, has been an amazing has been amazing for us and for our Yafa members. And so the second piece really is, is sort of that spiritual advisor, um, really for all of Yafa and for our staff. For me personally, I have to say. And for our volunteers, we have a lot of volunteers, a lot of young people who really are also, besides for the great work that they're doing and, and the tremendous chesed that they give of themselves, 
they want to grow as, as, as people, as Jews, and, and Roshai has that capacity, whether it's through Divrei Chizuk or Divrei Torah and, and Chabuas and things of that nature. And it's, it's something that, as an organization, it's really important to us that we invest in our staff and in our volunteers and, and, uh, and something that he's, he's got great capacity to do. So we are extremely excited, and uh, I would say for the first year, perhaps is uh, maybe our greatest accomplishment of the year of bringing Roshai on. Wow. Roshai Shechter, now the uh, spiritual and rabbinic advisor and decisor post-sake for the Yachad organization. Yeah, look, I mean, like like you say, you know, not, not that he needs my endorsement, but it is an amazing choice. But the first part of Rummy is is so interesting because even people like myself with some familiarity into, you know, into some of the questions that might come up still asked ourselves, you know, why would the organization need a post And the first thing you said, the first thing you said was procedural matters in shul. And you know how it is. We're very sympathetic. We want everyone to be involved. We want everyone to have a role. We want everyone to be counted a minion. We want everyone to, to have a, you know, to be able to be included. Included because obviously Yachad is the epitome of inclusion. But right. some, sometimes we have to, you know, check on our emotions and say, okay, are we doing this halachically appropriate? And the, the first example you gave is such a great example. And I, and I just... You know, people out there, I'm sure, are wondering. You know, you, you need a rabbi. You need a rabbi for this organization. And the answer is, sometimes you can, you can, you can, uh, uh, you know, you can get things out of hand if you don't, uh, because of sympathy, if you don't have someone guiding you. And I, I'm sure that's one of the considerations you had when you created this. I actually think you hit it on the head. I think that because our organization is really a, that is our message, and that is the whole purpose of our being is to include people right. that, that there are difficult decisions and that halacha has to come first. And and that's where the sensitivity of Rav comes in. We're understanding that the people who are part of Yachad, that, that our tagline is because everyone belongs. So to be able to navigate that, if there's a, a situation where maybe somebody can't be part of the menu, does that mean they don't belong? Of course it means they still belong. But we, we, we answer to... Uh, to a higher power and a higher being, and, and, and that's the way we have to we have to look at it, and, and, and that's precisely why we needed a love to be on site and, and to answer these questions, and, and and it's already made a huge difference. And us. and not that anybody in our community would, would cynically ask, but now when someone approaches your advisors and they say, how could you include this person in a minion? How could you give this person a Leah and a million other situations? The answer is Rav Schechter was consulted on all of this. 100%, exactly yeah. right. Very good, really good. Excellent. Uh, Rami Adler with us live via telephone celebrating his first anniversary as international director of Yachad. And uh, today's a big day, everybody. It's as simple as that. Uh, it's a big day, first of all, because we got to speak about Rav Shai Shachter's role and uh, how important a role it is already for the Yachad organization. But in addition to that, Yachad is, uh, is spending today asking for your support. Uh, they try their best to remain as... Uh, financially solvent as possible to keep their programs going and to uh, really um, emphasize uh, the the importance of Yachad events and Yachad organizations all around the world. And that's why when you go to Yachad Giving Day 2009, uh, 2019, uh, when you go to their website, uh, you will see that Los Angeles and Chicago and Florida and, of course, New York and New Jersey and New England and Israel, Israel has its own campaign for $50,000. They're all included in the Yachad Day of Giving. All we're asking is that you help uh, Yachad get closer and closer to the $1 million goal. Um, 
And uh, if you go to Yachad website, you will uh, one of the first things you'll see will be Yachad Giving Day pop up, and we ask you to support them as best as possible. And um, uh, Avrami Adler, I, I know that uh, there are some very dedicated people in all of these places. I say it like that because when you're international director of Yachad, you cannot be hands-on in all the different chapters you have around the world. But you have incredible staff and volunteers in every one of these locations that we've mentioned this morning who are doing their best to include everybody in our tradition and in our events. And I think that that for you, that must be one of the greatest things. You're in Israel now as you travel around the world and seeing all of these programs up close and personal. You are meeting amazing staff that are keeping all of these chapters going. Yeah, the, the people have really been amazing. To, to work in an organization and to lead an organization where there's hundreds upon hundreds of staff and volunteers who are so mission-focused and mission-driven that really it's very personal to everybody at Yachad that, we, that people, are, people with disabilities are included in the Jewish community. It's, it's been really, I guess the only word I could say is it's been just awesome really to see you know, uh, all ages. You know, we start with uh, volunteers who are, are high school, you know, kids right. from ninth grade and up, and, and and to see them and how involved they are and how much they it's just so deep for them is 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 truly awesome. It's uh, it's really been an amazing experience this year just and, to, just to really see that. And by the way, and by the way, I'm sorry for interrupting. In both North America and Israel, is aren't you tremendous beneficiaries? of the atmosphere today, uh, of the passion of inclusion. There are so many people out there, those who are families of, of those who you know, have disabilities and, and others, general people who are leaders that don't have any personal connection. There seems to be a passion of inclusion that's really running rampant, thank God, in both North America and Israel. And I would guess that your organization is a tremendous beneficiary of that. Uh, absolutely. There's no question about that. I, I think that there are so many people that are touched and impacted by this world and by this community. And, and I think they've also helped spread the word for sure. Um, but there's, there's no question that we're a beneficiary in, in that regard, that we walk into a community and, and we're really, we're, we're welcomed with open arms. There's yeah. no, there's, there's nothing other than that. And, and I can't, I can't stress this enough. It, it, it really wasn't always the case. Right. And where we are as, as a people, just as a as, as a Jewish nation, of where we are in this regard is is really tremendous. Yeah. And, and Kolokavo to, to the Jewish community as a whole. A lot to be proud of, to say the least. A lot to be proud of. Uh, we wish Mazal Tov to Avrami Adler. He's celebrating a one-year anniversary um, uh, with as international director of Yachad. I we're asking everybody to please uh, give and give as generously as possible. Yachad Giving Day is over $400,000 already. They're trying to get to 1 million by 10 o'clock Eastern time tonight. Uh, best way is on the Yachad website, right, Avrami? Well, I would say actually the easiest way might be for people to go to, we have a platform called Upreaching. So the simplest way actually is to go to upreaching.com slash Yachad, and that will be, that will, you know, I think it's less clicks. It's just one, you know, put it in the, the URL address is, is Upreaching dot com slash yachad and everything will pop up. All right. That we, might just be the yeah. easiest way for everybody to, to, to get it. We just did it right now, and you're 100% right. Everybody out there, listen carefully, support your local yachad, and, of course, yachad in general uh, with their goal of $1 million altogether. Upreaching. It's one word, up 
Upreaching, again, one word, upreaching.com slash yachad, upreaching.com slash yachad. That's where you can go and find that information about Yachad's Giving Day, which ends at 10 p.m. Eastern time tonight. You'll see the $1 million goal. You'll see all the individual goals, uh, places around the world, including Israel, uh, that are a part of Yachad's uh, Giving Day 2019. Upreaching.com slash yachad, upreaching.com slash Yachad. Avrami Adler, International Director of Yachad. Enjoy Israel, of course. We th- wish you again a Mazel Tov on your anniversary. Our best Rabbi Shai Shachter, who is a uh, tremendous friend of the Nahum Siegel Network out there at the Young Israel of Woodmere, now, of course, as you said, as halachic uh, advisor and posik and spiritual advisor for Yachad. And uh, continued success with everything the organiz- organization is doing. We'll remind everybody to go to the website and support Yachad on this uh, Giving Day 2019. Thank you so much. And we are Yachad, our great friends of, of the Nachum Civil Network as well. Thank you so much. <laughs> much appreciated. There he is, Rami Adler. He's in Israel. As International Director of Yachad, he reminds everybody, as do I, that if you go to upreaching.com slash yachad, upreaching.com slash yachad, you can support the amazing work of Yachad in so many different chapters around the world. In fact, you could choose which chapter or region you'd like. You'll see it there on the website, upreaching.com. Dot com slash Yachad. 25 minutes before 9 o'clock. It is a wonderful Tuesday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM.
Tuesday morning with Mordechai Shapiro. That's called Mode here at JM in the AM. Nice selection. Um, before that, Pure Soul would be May Matisio as we get set for uh, Al Hanisim to be said this coming Sunday night. Chanukah begins on Sunday night. Unbelievable. That is amazing. Tomorrow we get to concentrate on the uh, holy city of Hebron during our third hour tomorrow in the uh, 8 o'clock hour. They have a big day of giving coming up, and uh, you'll see that, I'm sure, no doubt, in your email, etc. Uh, so we'll be supporting the Chevron Fund with some very, very special guests tomorrow. You want to hear Simcha Hachbaum? He'll be part of tomorrow's show. You want to hear Yishai Fleischer? He'll be part of tomorrow's show, plus others as well. All coming up tomorrow between 8 and 9 right here at JM in the AM. Oh, I wanted to mention and give a big kolak avod. Uh, to those responsible for the uh, From Divorce uh, celebration. Uh, From Divorce is, is an organization that has really been helping a lot of families out there or or families that um, are no longer you know, family units but parts of family units. And From Divorce says, Dear friends, we're delighted to be hosting another amazing Hanukkah celebration for our children at the New York Hall of Science. It'll feature many great games. Beautiful music, delicious food, and amazing ruach. Our thanks to the ongoing generosity of our sponsors, Dr. Fagi Zakam and family who sponsored the event in loving memory of a giant of chesed, the late Shlomo Zakam of blessed memory. Um, and they're inviting. They're inviting those uh, parents with divorced, uh, d- those parents of divorce or children of divorce to come and be at this event. It's a kids' Hanukkah celebration by the From Divorce organization. If you're not familiar with it, search it. They, they can be very helpful to you if you are in that situation. So if you're not familiar with From Divorce, search it and find it. It can be very helpful. Uh, Hanukkah celebration Monday, December the 23rd, starting at 6 p.m. with dinner, menorah, lighting, and fun with special guest Chaim Kiss. It's for ages 5 to 14. Uh, you can RSVP fromdivorce.org, fromdivorce.org. It's at the New York Hall of Science in Corona, Queens. Again, fromdivorce.org. And you can uh, go ahead and uh, and RSVP. Um, told you about the Hanukkah concert going on with Miami. That's happening uh, courtesy of Congregation Avas Achim and A. Jacob and David of West Orange, New Jersey. It's happening at the Kushner Auditorium in Livingston this coming uh, Monday night. I told you that I spoke to Rabbi Sharbat. He told me it's going to be an amazing show. Congregation Avas Achim and A. Jacob and David presents Hanukkah with Miami plus David Perlman Monday night at the Kushner Auditorium on South Orange Avenue in Livingston, New Jersey. Information, aabjd.org. 
slash Miami, aabjd.org slash Miami for more information about that. Uh, told you about the big Art Scroll sale. I got to go through this again. First of all, Art Scroll really has two different sales going on right now. Uh, they have the CMSHA sale. The introduction to the Talmud is available. Uh, available in two sizes. It's part of their big sale. Uh, plus, if you um, if you are somebody who wants to start collecting or adding to your uh, to your to to the uh, volumes of uh, of um, Talmud that you have, Art Scroll is offering you an incredible Siamasha sale. That what did I do with it? <laughs> it was here a minute ago. <laughs> an incredible Siamasha sale. Uh, that'll just bowl you over as you um, as you try to uh, build your Talmud library. Um, ah, I found it. The CMSHAS is the beginning of the brand new cycle uh, coming up on January the 5th. 30% off on all hardcover Talmud volumes. Free download of Masechus Brachas for your Apple or Android device. Um... You can begin Dafyomi with Brachos Volume 1 for $19.99. That's 60% off. You can get the entire 73 volumes of Shas for a $1,000 discount, which means the full-size English is now two grand. That's it. It's actually officially uh, $19.99. So that's the, that's the sale going on with Art Scroll. You can check them out at artscroll.com. And, of course, um, uh, you can uh, uh, apply the uh, promo code radio. You never know when that's going to be helpful as well. And you could certainly walk into any of your Judaica stores. Now, in terms of the Hanukkah sale, uh, the brand new book, The World That Was Eretz Yisrael, The Holy Land is uh, as the Nexus of Jewish Destiny, uh, that is available. Building a B'nai Torah in America or by Chaim Siegel by Devorah Glixman, that's available. Uh, Reaching to Heaven, the book we spoke about by Yedidya Meir and Sivan Rachav Meir about Rav Yaakov Edelstein, that is available. Um, Miriam Pascal's brand new one. More real-life kosher cooking, a great Hanukkah gift. That's uh, available now with the big sale. Um, what else do we have here? Kids Cooking with Chef Shiri. That's available. Baruch's Dinnertime Adventure, Rifki uh, Gerstenblit. That's available. My Olive Bay's Friends, a full-color board book, perfect for ages 2 to 5. That's available. All part of the Art Scroll Hanukkah sale, which is 20% off across the board. Go to artscroll.com or walk into your favorite Judaica store. When you go to artscroll.com, whenever you order anything, use the promo code radio. You never know when it's going to add to the incredible discounts that Artscroll's already giving. You never know. So when you go to the when you go to artscroll.com and you place your order, always use promo code radio. Simple as that. All right. More coming up. You're listening to JM in the AM. And let's see. I want to do a Hanukkah selection. We'll do this one. Jonathan Rimberg and company with this Hanukkah selection at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. From Jonathan Rimberg and a great Hanukkah album. You'll be hearing plenty of that next week. That's right. By the way, speaking of next week, we're, we're going to announce the full schedule coming up. Uh, we're not going to do it right now, but I'm, I have a feeling we'll already do it by tomorrow. Um, we are on the road a lot during this month of December. 
and we're really on the road a lot next week during the week of Hanukkah. Uh, our on-the-road segments brought to you by Aaron's Casino Farms on Casino Boulevard in Flushing, New York, and Aaron's West Orange on Eagle Rock Avenue in West Orange, New Jersey. And again, we're on the road a lot. Next week, it looks like Teaneck, Brooklyn, and West Orange. Yeah. And we'll announce the full schedule, and you'll be able to uh, hopefully come by and say hi at one of the shows, I hope. Um, that's what we'd like. We're pretty cool if you could. So that's the um, that's the story with that. Everyone has an opportunity to uh, to tune in uh, to some road shows and uh, hopefully to visit us, all courtesy of our friends at Aaron's Casino Farms and Aaron's West Orange, uh, where we will be, by the way, for one of the live lunches. You know, we'll be in the West Orange, New Jersey. Don't forget, you can support part or all of a JMAM broadcast, and you can make. A year-end donation to JM and the AM and the Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting. I would hope you would. It helps keep us going, that's for sure. If you like what you hear here on a daily basis, then show your support. Show your love. All you got to do is, um, all you got to do literally is uh, go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Follow the instructions there and uh, and support us. And as uh, most people, I think... Uh, I think you'll be glad you did it. That's how most people react to it, frankly. <laughs> Thank you, Nachum, for the moving segment to support Ephraim and Sippy Rimmel of Nevade Suf in Chicago. That was Friday that we did that, and I thank the uh, I thank the um, commenter on our app who's mentioning it. Donations can be made at helprimmel.com. H-E-L-P-Rimmel, R-I-M-E-L.com. Their son, Itai, is in critical condition Undergoing more surgery today. We need everyone's tefillot, that's for sure. Helprimmel.com, R-I-M-E-L, helprimmel.com. Achinu Bisrael and Achim Mechem, brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, and AchimSingle.com, and the AchimSingle Network. And, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up a Tuesday for us here at JM in the AM. Coming up next, JM Rewind, Aryeh Kunstler with the new single, Up Like a Lion, Simcha Liner, the conversation we did before his big T-neck concert. Those are both part of JM Rewind next. Live lunch with Avrami begins at 11 a.m. Treat him well. I'm sure he's looking forward to a great live lunch today between 11 and 1 Eastern time. Tomorrow we're back. We'll start at 6 a.m. and we'll spend a lot of time in the last half of the show uh, talking about the holy city of Hebron. I'm looking forward to that. Some of our favorite people are going to be with us tomorrow here at JM in the AM. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Sigal reminding you, remember to past, live the present, and trust the future.